Join two friends as they journey through a combined love of the wonderment of witchcraft. Walk the witch path with your hosts Jenna and Shondi as they delve into occult feminism, astrology, spells, and much more magic as they explore what's brewing in Canadian conjuring. Welcome to Witch's Brew. Welcome, everybody. What a pleasant one. From Bob's Burger voice, that was for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, mid April and it was just snowing here. That's disgusting. That is hurtful. Yeah. I am quite lucky to have no snow on the ground. Knock on wood! Right now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, there's like flowers coming up here and lots of other spring things, but we've had a really cold dip this week and just, it was snowing. And I was like, it makes me want to vomit. I feel like that's on the way for here for, uh, East coast Canada, because we had yesterday was 18 degrees. Ooh. Still somehow freezing. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Still- <laughs> but, um. Today, there was a big dip. I think it was like four or five degrees. And then it's supposed to maintain that, but be sunny between, uh, for the weekend, I guess, for the next three, three or four days. Spring is sprung. This is just a temporary setback. Yeah. Guess what I had for dinner? What did you have? Homemade donairs. Girl, really? Shandy, tell everybody, if you're not familiar with what donairs are, Shandy's going to tell you now. It's a Nova Scotia thing. Uh, it's not a thing. It's a rite of passage. So, <laughs> my sister makes donair meat herself, which is pretty on par with, you know, yeah. the, like you can with, with the more famous places that make it. So each hometown essentially has their own donair spice. So the spices um, are... You know what? I Oregano. No, I have no fucking clue. I have no fucking clue. Everybody keeps it. It is like a mysterious blend, but I can tell you that in this recipe that we had, it's like oregano and a bit of cayenne and seems like garlic powder all over the place. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. garlic powder. There's a lot of cayenne. There's a lot of garlic salt as well and onion mm-hmm. and oregano and whatever really fits your fancy. But essentially, it's like a like kafta meat or kafka i can't remember how it's pronounced but yeah like that it's on a big skewer and it you slice it off like a shawarma and it is instant heartburn it's red meat it's Mm -hmm. usually and it's traditionally lamb right yeah around here it's ground not like on the east coast of canada it's ground beef because uh we all poke (laughs) <laughs> we all real pop can't afford the lamb and to grind our lamb and put it into uh, into kebab but yeah and it's served on usually a greek pita and you can put your toppings on well oh let's talk about toppings so i am uh, no raw onions can't do it but yeah. i do like the tomato and definitely cheese 
Oh yeah, you gotta have cheese. What's the point of even fucking having a meat sandwich if you? I remember being like in Halifax and like you know you're like counting your pennies and shit and you're like, oof, do I pay the extra two dollars to get cheese on the donair? Yes. The giant donair from Kit Kat. Yes, you do. That's like a four course meal right there. Oh my god, you could eat that for three days. It's like a fucking. (laughs) Oh yeah, and they're the size of small children, like legit, like a three-month-old infant. There's a place out where I live called Gigs, and called the I can't even remember what it's called, like the Super Gig or Super Donair. (laughs) It might even be called Gigs Donair. Either way, it is the size of a fucking four-month-old baby. And you get it, and you can yeah. it. You could probably Google it and see pictures of people holding their donair. But the key part of the donair is the donair sauce, and this is the most controversial part of everyone's. Like, yes, the spice mix is a huge secret. Did you do? You, if you don't mind me asking, did you get the recipe off of uh, like the internet, or did someone send you a spice mix? This is a. Uh, my mother-in-law's recipe. Okay. <clears throat> I am going to tell you something. <laughs> it's horrible. Okay. But uh, right. every, every time someone gives a recipe for, for Donair, for, for the spice mix, they always leave something out. Oh, yeah. That's classic, like, secret baker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This pretty good. Yeah. And then you can, like, make the sauce, right? Which is, like, once I saw the ingredients of the sauce, I was like, this, who the fuck invented this and why? But it's, it's perfect. Girl. The, so, there. this is what I'm getting into. <laughs> Donair sauce is, like, I don't know if you've entered the world of, like, how secretive Donair sauce, like, the, the whole, like, making of it is fucking witchcraft. <laughs> like, legit. So I've made some donair sauce before, and I got the recipe online, and then I made it again, and it was um, from a friend. And then I somehow drunkenly siphoned uh, a recipe from a local pizza pizza place around here. Of course you did. <laughs> None of them are the fucking same. Hmm. And they are all, they all taste similar, have different ingredients. And the one that I got from the pizza place, it is actual science. Like, you have to use mm. ingredients and put them in one, like, it's like, I can't give it away. But like, <laughs> let's say, it, for example, if I were to be making this, I have it in one bowl. And then I'd have to put it into another bowl, gently. Like, this is, you don't mix the ingredients, you just put them into another bowl. And then you put it in another bowl again. And you do this like six times and it gets like the perfect fucking consistency, the perfect taste. It's 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 crazy. Like it's fucking crazy. That sounds intense. It, Tell them what the ingredients are of the sauce in general. Pardon? What the ingredients are to the sauce, like what it's made up of. Well, I, Not, you don't have to give away the recipe, but no, <clears throat> can so like I've had three different recipes. One you could do with condensed milk and garlic powder and Vinegar. sort of vinegar agent and salt and that's usually it or then you could do like kind of evaporated milk with vinegar with garlic with uh, uh onion salt but like it's in the preparation like the ingredients yeah they're important but it's how you make it it's crazy 
I'll never. So yeah, look it up out there. If you, y'all know, don't give it up. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to know what a donair is, look it up online. Try to make it if you want to, or you know, wait till you go to the East Coast and save it. Next next episode, we'll talk about garlic fingers. Oh, girl, (laughs) girl, you're lucky I just ate. You're lucky I just ate. So yeah, segue into you know the COVID times right now. Mm-hmm. I have been trying to get a hold of my fucking local pizza place for two weeks now, and it's unreal. I can't even get through to order. Like, uh, is this the? Yeah, it's really like the phones are just busy. Yeah, so like, <laughs> like they're just crazy busy anyway, and now it's just like fucking ungodly busy. Like, huh? It's crazy. Also, I like, have. Really- did give me like food poisoning once and you know what still ordering (laughs) i'm still ordering yeah so if you're listening to this episode we are deep into the north american covid19 lockdown here so uh, it's been been a month like a solid a month and like two days since it like was real hard lockdown here yeah well not yeah so i've been home we're like self-isolating and quarantining for a month so there's a lot been going on it's been insane like a lot of cooking like we were just talking about food like so many uh different dishes like my partner has been deep into the sourdough uh experience and producing some amazing loaves there (laughs) i've seen the pictures they look unreal man they're so good yeah but um how are you doing no uh, honestly, I've eaten an entire loaf of bread in two days, and I feel like garbage. And so, you know what I did? I went yeah. to KFC and did their drive-through only. I don't know why I'm telling you this. <laughs> they're trying. I waited for 20 minutes in the line, Whoa. and I was like, "Fuck this!" And for me to go to KFC, it's like a 20-minute drive out of my way from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I, I was, uh, I was intent. And it did not happen. I was too impatient. Oh, you bailed. I'm fucking right I bailed. You know, there's something about waiting in a lineup to get the thing that you want that makes you feel like a fucking piece of shit. Like, waiting to get, like, to the LCBO here, which if you don't know what that is, it's just there's only, like, certain stores in Canada that can sell alcohol. So there's the beer store, and then in Ontario, there's the beer store, and then there's the the liquor store so it's like beer wine and spirits and things like that so right now you have to wait out in front in a line and you feel like a fucking judged asshole you're just like great all my community just gets to see me wait out in line in front of the liquor store not that like you should be ashamed to go into a liquor store but just you know wait outside for 20 minutes you're like how bad do i want this and you're like i i, I want this <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i'm lucky enough here that our liquor store is it's five people at a time, but there are so many other options, I guess, yeah. kind of. Like, you could, you could go uptown, or you could go uh, to the country one, or you could go mm-hmm. wherever, but every time, knock on wood, every time I've been in there, it's been pretty pretty decent. So, yeah, like, it is interesting to see so many different alternative ways and systems, and Again, like I run a small business and have a lot of friends that run a small business and just seeing how everyone's impacted is so huge and it's devastating for some people that 
can't like my business is an essential service, uh, but a lot of people's aren't or like how people are innovating in different ways, like restaurants, like pivoting and starting to do more delivery and different takeout options or Saturday night suppers and things like that. So that's been neat to see kind of like a real huge dent in like our consumerism and how people are getting food personally, like I'm so like my response to most things is to kind of like, I don't know, I really love to grow food. So like surrounding myself with like a lot of vitality right now. And like I'm hatching chicks out in my porch, I'm going to get like four orphan lambs in another few weeks and bottle feed them and then definitely put them in the freezer in the fall. I'm not, you know, going to hang out with them forever. But, you know, just kind of <laughs> like, just like I'm my I feel like my food system is impacted and I want to make sure that it's more sustainable. So that's like where a lot of my worry and reaction to it is going is like improving my like food and like access and garden and sustainability here. Which is great. Yeah. Is there something that you've been doing that makes you feel like a little more calm through this or a little more in touch or? Well, um, I started, I have like a relatively medium sized library of, of thing of books stashed away in containers because I'm kind of a nomad. So I've unearthed a lot of those. Plus right before all this went down, I, I, uh, ordered a pile of books to to kind of delve into an interest of mine recently and so I've been reading that and it's I've been really getting into consciousness and trying to understand the not only the concept of consciousness but like just different aspects of it and it's been a real journey man <laughs> it's been a real journey it's it feels like you know you're opening the curtains for the first time actually no that's a horrible analogy it's not for the first time it feels like you're opening the curtains again because you're coming back to something that within you within your within your spirit within your soul that you know has always been there but you're just kind of unearthing it again it's a very weird but familiar feeling for something that you've never really dug into before that's good I've been having a hard time like you know like as we've talked about in previous episodes, like the mugwort kind of like psilocybin dream tincture. I usually take that like a few times a week or once a week. But I have stayed away from it because there's just so much going on right now. And there was a lot that changed in my workplace recently and just a lot of emotions getting sorted out and feelings. And it's just like too much. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I've been having some heavy dreams, like really weirdly heavy. And then last night or this morning I woke up and I was just like, the fuck might've been the best dream I've had in a long time. I was Ooh. like, legit spice girl. I was Jerry. <gasps> and then, oh yeah. And then, <laughs> totally ginger spice. And the, uh, like my growing up friends, like, you know, when you're a kid, you're always like, I'm scary spice or I'm well from our generation anyway. Um, so then my counterparts from my, my growing up styles, uh, Spice Girl group, we were all just hanging out and like, dude, we were putting a fucking legit concert on. And then all of a sudden the real Spice Girls came out and we were both just like, or all of us were just like, we're the real Spice Girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really, uh, 
It was a nice break from the from the heavy lethargic dreams I've been having. That one sounds pretty good. Yeah, you need a little bit of a break somehow. You need to remember that dreams can be fun. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I hope everyone out there listening. I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're keeping afloat. I hope that you're making whatever work that you can make work at this point, and that you are, I don't know getting by like that's it i mean i've heard too that the economy is going to be like that of the great depression once this kind of levels and that's yeah. not one thought for me to think uh, my brain is geared towards um so what about this then what about that then what if this happens then what will you do if this happens so going through those ex- exercises which can be worthwhile and i think is kind of important in some ways is not the greatest way to spend all your time but sometime I would say so you're just like oh yeah I've it's it's weird I've never felt oh my god I read I read this weird little meme it wasn't weird actually it was spot on and I just hate how spot on it was about how um or I think I might have sent it to you about how I feel really comfortable right now <laughs> like you said that to me I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I was like I'm not freaking out and I feel yeah. like I'm internalizing so much right now. Like, I feel like this is just going to ooze out in fucked up ways in the next few years of my life. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. So the meme itself, it, I'll, we'll put it up on the Insta, but mm-hmm. as for the listeners, it essentially just, it's this therapist saying, you know, this person was saying how comfortable they felt with everything that's happening. And the therapist says, well that's because you grew up in chaos so this feels like home to you <laughs> so mm-hmm. i was like oh girl that hurts <laughs> but, yeah, it's insane. Uh, yeah it's a little spicy a little spicy not gonna lie but uh yeah it, it feels like i mean again this is we're in you know six week, the sixth or seventh week of this so the the levels of comfort are, are coming naturally anyway because we're adjusting to our our new normal and it's just yeah I did something today that I never that I hadn't even thought of or thought that I would be able to do and stick to in a long time Hmm. like a really long time and it felt awesome and it just feels like instead of like waiting for things to get better or waiting for things to go like you know back to normal I feel like everything is just possible right now like we're really at a point where if you want it you are at the point now where it is quicker and more reasonable for you to achieve it as opposed to before when you know capitalism was just I don't know overbearing to the point of suffocation and as we talked about in the last few episodes, like, this is a huge reset button that we can all push and yeah. embracing that too, because like, it is a really good time to reset a lot of different, you know, even if it's a passion that you want to pick up or just behavior, like, I'm not talking about, you know, the like, study a new language and do that, you know, the, you know, like really, you do as much as you feel like you're able to do, even if it's just internal shifts or how you're buying food. And you know what I mean? Like that stuff's important. <clears throat> Exactly. And I feel like the things that we're able to do for ourselves now, like that we never really thought we would be impacted by, like, like how we buy our food or where we buy our food and um, where we're going to put like certain chunks of money or 
where we're going to uh, see our friends or how we're going to actually socialize. These are all ways that we're all kind of just like coming back. Like I feel pretty sure everyone feels this way, but everything's becoming more personal again. Like I've felt like I was just getting lost in the sauce there for a while. And I was kind of living, not living for everyone else, but yeah, kind of living for everyone else and going with everyone else's flow because I didn't know what my own flow was. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm starting flow again and it feels dope that's good good for you i'm so glad to hear that yeah it's been interesting too going through this that like who's reaching you know what i mean you see the people that you're like talking with on a more regular basis and checking in with and i think that's really interesting to see yeah (laughs) the co-worker mine the other day was like yeah you know what some of these people they're just not going to make the cut once this is all through that's right and i was like Yes. Jesus. People are sometimes the worst, but also the best. I feel bad though. Like for my, my daughter, she's almost five and it's just so hard for all of us, but like hard for them, like the kids to not interact. Like she doesn't have any siblings. Right. So it's like hard for her to not interact with other kids and you can see the effects as well. So I'm, kids are so resilient. And I mean, we're working to, you know, we hang out with her and we're schooling and, doing fun activities and stuff. But I mean, there's days where you're just like, I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. <clears throat> That's hard. I can't even imagine. Like socialization is such a huge factor, especially at that age. Mm-hmm. It's my heart goes out to all the, the moms and pops out there with little ones because mm-hmm. it is uh, rough. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. And it's not like, you I mean, we had, I had like this kind of community talk about what are we gonna do we were talking about this before before it was like every household was on lockdown like what are we gonna do with our kids like can we do like a group almost like a homeschool you know what I mean like take turns like watching the kids so the other parents can work and things but it's hard like I mean how many months of this are we gonna have to do that's like it's so hard like even if you have to keep a business afloat like we do only one of us can leave the property to like go down and work because the other one is on full-time childcare. yeah and i'm also it's proud wild. to say it's not me on full-time child care you know the one with the vagina like we it's it's really mm-hmm. nice to see not a gender you know like heteronormative kind of like parenting situation where it's more just like no it makes more sense if I go there and you stay here so we figure it out it's really nice (laughs) yeah that's awesome and yeah you guys work really well together on a personal note oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah ever since it's like divide and conquer right you're just like you do this I'll do this that's pretty much your life or that's our life after but yeah, so, I mean, but even working through that system is really important to figure out as well. Big time. A friend of mine has, she's uh, an essential worker, and her partner uh, is not uh, able to work at the moment, so he's taken over childcare, which is not, not to say that he wouldn't do it, but it was it's just really awesome to see, you know? Oh, yeah. It's really great because it's stuff, if you were home, you'd be like, all right, we'll do this, 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 but they have a whole other set of activities and like things they need to get done, which you have to like 
you know, rope your kid into doing, right? Where it's like, let's spread grass seed or clover or like, you know, chop wood and stuff like that. So it's, it's really neat to see the stuff that they've been up to. Kids need chores. I've always, I have no children myself, but I've always been a big advocate of kids need things to do. They need structure and they need little chores to keep them happy. Like a, a sense of accomplishment or the sense of accomplishment that comes with it is unreal, especially as a child. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, someone who's like go ahead alone uh, or quarantining alone um, yes. and that's really hard too <laughs> I'm an asshole Jenna like I don't like people keep coming up to me or not coming up to me obviously but like through text or phone calls like it's great like I have my people that check in and I check in on my people and you know you'll get the odd straggler every now and then and and the other day someone was like oh I just couldn't imagine just being alone for a month and a half two months now it's just oh you must be so bored and so lonely <laughs> like a big I just I, don't, I fucking love it I fucking love it I don't have anyone to good. you're a person though too so it's good that like you're not just like oh, like I need to get out it's just that's good you're digging deep and oh, yeah. that's awesome yeah, this is kind of, I don't know, familiar, I guess, but I do get lonely. I mean, I won't lie. And then I call a friend or I take the dog for a walk or I drink 12 to 20 beers or I, I don't know, put some special movies on the computer. I don't understand. Like, I think about the people in my life or the people that were previously in my life. And if I were to be stuck in a quarantine with them then or now. There's no fucking way that we would both be coming out alive. Oh, and that, yeah, that's hard too, man. Like, there's a, I wonder, like, what's going to happen with this? You're like, is it going to be a baby boom? Is it going to be, like, a divorce boom? Like, what's up? I think it's a little column A and column B, buddy. Yeah, and I would also like to acknowledge that, like, we are very, you know, like, our privilege of it here, like, we have places that are safe that we can live and, like, we can feed ourselves and we can keep sustaining our structures. So, like, I feel really lucky that we are able to do that. So, very lucky. Thing. I'm extraordinarily lucky to have a job that I'm capable of working from home, and I'm so lucky that I have a home, even though, okay, segue into a little poll I'm going to call is Shondi cursed? Hmm. Okay. Answer, yes. Or yes. Take your pick. <laughs> Jenna, you're familiar with my previous living situations and how, what is the one thing, what is the one thing that went wrong in every situation? Uh, Since a teenager. You tell me. You tell us. Shitty. <laughs> It what? It's kind of shitty. I've had a lot of septic backups in my life. Oh, yes, exactly. Okay. I was like, there's a few things I might say, but that's, that's one for sure. And that's, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so fucked up. I know. Why does that always happen to you? And literally like, it, it's not just a little, now, it's though. a lot. Oh yeah. No, it's happening right now. So it's been like, uh, I don't know, two months before all the shit's <laughs> shit started going down actually like a month before it went down actually so maybe like two or three months anyway there was a blockage in my pipe in my in one of the pipes in the place that I rent 
and not it, there was so much snow down long story short sorry guys uh, there's so much snow down there wasn't really a whole lot to, that we were able to do about it we had to get the town in i live outside of town so that's a big deal and so we got a pile of plumbers in the person who i rent from owns like a, a huge business so he has the equipment that he could potentially do this stuff with but he it was just so snowy so they ended up doing a quick fix quick fix turned into three months later and i <laughs> this is fucking disgusting <laughs> the other day yesterday i told you it was like 18 degrees out mm-hmm. i went to check on everything to see how it was faring and there is toilet paper all over my front yard Ooh. it had backed up backed up so much that it is Anyway, really disgusting. Anyway, there's nothing you can do about it until mm-hmm. So now I'm just waiting for the sun to come out, which I'm, you know, that's why I know it's going to be hopefully sunny until Saturday. And uh, why does this keep fucking happening to me? Why? I Every don't... fucking time. Um, I don't understand. Yeah, so it's like all the backed up shit just keeps overflowing in your life because it can't flow forward literally like this is not like i don't know we can get witchy with it if we want but this is literal like i have literal shit everywhere i live yeah yeah why god why I wonder if there's a part in like your astrological chart where it's like oh yeah that favors that <laughs> <laughs> that, that favors this super backup oh I know, but it is weird. I have thought that too when you were telling me about your plumbing problem. I'm like, why does this always happen to you? And I'm not taking powerful shits, guys. Like, my shits are almost never solid, which is another problem. But that's not one we're discussing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you cram a lot of herbs from your bass down the drain, though? No, I do not. It's a part of my ritual that I uh, scoop them all out with a strainer. Well, there goes my hypothesis. <laughs> Back to the curse. I then. know. I know. Yeah. No. I yes. Yeah, it's, it's uh. Yeah. All right. Someone looking for opinions and hypotheses on why Shandi's curse with backed up plumbing in her life. You got an answer? You know, get at us. We'll put something up on the internet. It, it's been twenty years of this. This has been happening since I was a, te- a small teenager. Yeah, I think there's a lesson there for sure. So good to good to dive in, but so not any. <laughs> Don't oh. Anyway, speaking of bullshit, let's move on to what we're here to talk about today: the sign of Taurus. So bring it, ram it in me, baby. Yeah, Taurus oh, is the uh, the symbol for Taurus is the bull. So Taurus, Taurus is about April 20th to about May 20th. It, there's a little bit of wiggle room on each end of there. It's an earth sign and it's ruled by Venus. Venus. Okay, so I'm going to read my little Taurus right up. We can chat Taurus. The sign of Taurus is embodied as the bull, comfortable on the earth, beautiful, boastful, and strong in green pasture or furrow. Bulls can work tirelessly but also know how to throw their strength around if something poses an obstacle. Venus shines upon Taurus and offers an appreciation of beauty and harmony. Skills in agriculture, art, or music, and luck and love are all gifts available to this sign. 
Tyrians have a steady persistence, unequaled in the Zodiac. They are capable of great foresight, often planning far in advance and putting in years of steadfast and hard work to plod towards their goals. It's a bit like the tortoise and the hare. We know who wins the race and how. But the bull has the added advantage of sharp horns and great physical strength. If you get in their way, they can choose to deftly remove you from the path. Nothing will keep them from whatever they set their eye upon. The bull is known to be stubborn. Changes to a driven course or way of thinking are difficult, but not impossible to adjust. Once they've won their race, they definitely know how to celebrate. Taurians have a love of pleasure and comfort, good food, good wine, good company. The fine things in life are all highly valued. Taurians are born to achieve mastery over physical matter and their core motivation is security, both emotional and physical. They are not in it for the love of the game, but for the rewards that the game can offer. They can achieve their desired comfort and security and celebrate life's pleasure with their determination, practicality, patience, and purposeful power on the earth. They put down deep roots and their home is very important to their overall sense of harmony and well-being. Yeah. Oh, man. Taurus. Taurians. Yes. Wow. Okay. How you've infiltrated my... Yeah, you got a lot? Tell me about some of your Taurus people. Oh, my yeah, you got family tours. Couple of my guys. Yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> no, that's not true. I love my sister and where I'm a Virgo sun and she's a Taurus sun. We're both Earth, so we we have a lot of the same values, even though you know we're family. <laughs> but we we think about things in uh, the same way. My brother is an air sign, and let me tell you, there is no one more different than I am. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it speaks to, to how deep uh, my sister's connection and mine go, or my and my sister's connection. English, good. Yeah, uh, stubborn as fuck. Yeah, fucking awful, man. It is so hard to have a conversation sometimes she's very determined yeah and she does love the agricultural arts it seems oh yeah she's a horticultural landscapist when she does horticultural therapy as well so she she's like really of the earth like she's she's the witch i always wanted to be but Oh, God. I can't imagine living my life <laughs> sometimes to be so steadfast. Yeah, it's not unwavering, just like, person. no. And it's like, I think that's to their disadvantage. Like, you know, they are great at setting goals, but the hard, the hard, no stubborn thing, like, unless you kind of have other aspects and you're able to adjust. I mean, I'm a Gemini, so I'm all about changing my opinions, mind, taking in new information and just going forth from that. But yeah, like when you meet someone where it's just like, that's a hard no. And you're like, why? And they're like, it just is. That's kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking worry about it, man. He's like, huh, but that's not an answer to yeah, my question. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to be a rock. They're <clears throat> a fixed sign. So once they make their mind up, mind up, it is unreal how long it will take to change it. Like I've, I still have ongoing what he calls them arguments <laughs> with my sister that I, I've we've been having since I was 20. <laughs> like legit. Like it's, it's crazy. She's like, well, I was right and you were wrong. And I'm like, but I had the receipts. Cause I'm a fucking Virgo with a Scorpio moon. 
like I, I got my shit here all ready to go and she's like nope I don't believe that and I'll never believe you and you can just go fuck yourself it's like all right that's perfect. cool I would say too like the ones that like not so much the family ones but other ones like I've been in some relationships with Taurus and they're just like you know once they're done they're just like and I'm done and like that's it like once they finish something they're like done with it forever yeah I kind of relate to that yeah not so much me I'm like yeah I changed my mind what's up (laughs) (laughs) once it's over like when I get that like I'll think about it for a really long time and then once I get to that spot I'm like you know what it depends if something activates the Scorpio side or something I'm like hard no like there is not a single ex-partner I have that I still have a relationship with or talk with they all fucking hate me or I fucking hate them (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I'm not a very nice person but like with uh, a couple of my friends that are Taurus like female as well as male actually I find them very possessive Mm -hmm. sometimes over weird things like like not well maybe friendships being possessive over friendships isn't weird but definitely that or you know somebody or they have to be the person that that gets the first like indulgence from something i would say too something is taurus i'm like so all y'all want to do is fucking stay at home and that's boring all the time like they kind of sometimes they get so like comfort surrounded that they don't want to get out of it and you're just like but I do like how fancy they are sometimes you know what I mean like I like good cheese I like good wine I will enjoy those things with you you know I'm not so much on like I think with the Venus influence they are a little more aesthetically driven like the things they surround themselves with like material and physical possessions seem to be very important and a really like interesting way for them to show themselves off or show off like their possessions like you know like check out all these vehicles I have or check out like these really cool clothes like this collection of fucked up stuff like yeah they always have a plan I think they're a lot of Koreans like farming (laughs) I like and I really like farming with them. And like, I love the farmer like land types because that's what I'm into. And I, it's just exalted in their presence. Like they're so good at it. And they are such earth people that uh, it's a nice energy to be around. I like that Venus energy so much, the agriculture. Um, I was saying earlier today, I was talking about Taurus with somebody and I was saying that sometimes you see it in people's charts. And one of the ones I can see like a mile away is when somebody has Venus and Taurus. Oh my God. Like, it's just like, they love, I mostly I see it um, fully exalted in kind of like people identify as like femme. So like feminine, like, so they're like pink, everything, rose gold, everything. Like their home is just... totally right. That's okay. What are you saying? Sorry. You're totally right. I've never thought of that before. It fits so perfectly. Every They're like, I want to cook. Here's some food. They're like, check out this awesome, like, silk scarf I have. Like, this is my house, you know, and like my fancy car. Not even fancy. Just like everything is like matchy and like, they just love it like so much, like so femme. 
Damn, damn. Yeah, you write. When you write, you write, girl. Yeah, I love seeing that one. It's super interesting. Um, In my chart, I don't know about yours. I can't recall. I have Mercury and Taurus, and that's like the only Earth sign in my whole fucking chart. And I don't, it doesn't, the, the write-ups I read for, I'm like, that oh, doesn't make sense to me. So that's an ongoing uh, learning thing. But it is interesting to see, because I mean, obviously we're talking about Taurus sun. Your sun is only like one part of your chart, but uh, our Western astrology is kind of geared towards summing people up by whatever their sun sign is. So it gets a little more focus, I find. I like looking at We've already talked about this. I don't have any, I don't have any Taurus in my chart. As people with Scorpio rising, Taurus does occupy our seventh house. So because it, our rising sign as Scorpios, the opposite is Taurus. Um, So that does, because we have that, it's going to be a part of our lives in some ways. So seventh house is like close relationships, uh, intimate, like partnerships, also like, you know, kind of business and things like that. So Having Taurus over there would put those people in our close relationships in some ways. So that's kind of interesting. Or like they would have those qualities that our first house might need to balance. So that's kind of interesting when you when the energies align and you kind of come on out for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Taurus, yeah. Let's talk about the difference in uh female identified or male identified taurians have you i don't find a whole lot <laughs> some i when i think about my my taurians and male and female they're all i find them very very mm. similar yeah i guess there's not a huge stark difference like there is between some of the signs like aquarian yeah. male and female i'm just like what the fuck so different yeah <laughs> we'll take that one offline <laughs> um, but anyways we we've previously had a uh, private conversation about uh some of some taurus attributes that we uh <laughs> have found to be true through our field research yes queen yes queen yes queen. yeah so yes. yeah Bring it up, i don't babe. know uh i think we need to like get some more evidence in this, but I can't really, I'm not really in the field research position right now, but so if anyone has any opinions, I, please. What you guide. got? Yeah. I, I will be your guide. I will, I will do this research for you. I will test. So our hypothesis, hypothesis is that like Taurus <laughs> guys have really big dicks. <laughs> Every, Every time, time, man. Every time. And you're just like, what the fuck? I, God, I don't even know if I'm a person, but give me that. You, you wonder too, because you're just like, is this like the bull? You know, like the influence of that? Like, is it some weird astrological? Or you're like, okay, this is that. Anyways, if you're out there and you fuck some Taurus dudes or male identified Taurus and they have, or pe- people, tor- people that are, have a penis and are Taurus, let us know. What do you think? <laughs> how did it, how did it how go? Did it go? This is it's weird because like, I mean, you sometimes you get a one off and you're like, well, that was something. And then but then if you start to see the patterns come up like through astrology and like 
fucking? You're just like, huh, I wonder if that's the case for the majority. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, the biggest pain in my life was a Taurus. Like, fucking. I was dating two Tauruses (laughs) at once. And let me tell you, it was a lot. (laughs) I got Oh, like if that's physically holy fuck. Anyways, and they're so handsome too. Oh my god! Like, cause they're ruled by Venus, right? Like Libras and Taurus are those sun signs. It's ruled by Venus, so I mean, Venus is the planet of like beauty. So I always find some of them are just hot. I can't. I I can't believe I never put that together before. Fucking Libras! I didn't realize Mm -hmm. they were ruled Mm -hmm. by Venus. Right, they're fancy as fuck too. You know, they love fancy shit. Fuck fancy, stupid fancy. God damn, I'm attracted. Not for Libras to me. I'm like, no, I don't get it. They're one of those signs where I'm like, "Mm -mm, I'm like, eh, I'm not sure. I haven't met enough. I do know enough of you. They have put down a weird vibe that I find hidden. I don't. I can't get it. That's what I like. I like that that little. See, like I've got so much Scorpio in me that I'm just like. You think you're a little mysterious? Let's like have a mysterious off and I like the deep like, like water sign like mystery type thing, but the Libra energy, it's just like it's not enough substance. I'm like mm, the flighty is no thanks. I think I just have a thing for cocky guys and try it for us. They I are all of that. that. <laughs> uh, that was a problem for me. Actually, you know what? I was so fucking in love with the Taurus once. And we were on that level. And then I tried so hard to be on that level and just mm. scared him away. Just ran like a little bunny rabbit somewhere else. And I couldn't, can't say I blame him because I was cray cray. But the yeah. breaks wasn't Yeah, the I one. did the vibe. I'm like, I love to cook. I love, my Venus is in cancer. So I'm like, I can stay home and like cook and, you know, hang out and like improve like your domestic zone and like make a space beautiful. I like all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's a little different from what they've got going on. Yeah. See, I think my Venus is in. Yeah, it's in Leo. And I'm like, fucking camp on me. Bring me the things. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about what I love and who I love and how I love them. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) So that's why I get a little cray-cray. Yeah. Okay, though. That's fine. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I dig tours. I think overall, you get a thumbs up. Not just because of the giant dicks. You know, just because of (laughs) you grow some food and hang out and eat some delicious food. I'm all about that, but gonna need to do some I other mean, stuff other than stay home sometimes guys pardon gotta get out of that house though you know you can't define yourself by your possessions all the time oh god yeah i don't even have it i i shed that skin a while ago yeah but some people never do right that's their thing yeah yeah, like that's, some, yeah. that's their weighted blanket you know it's just like surround myself in beautiful or things that i own Once upon a time, I felt like I was probably in that category. However, when life takes everything away from me, <laughs> you get pretty, and not in a dramatic way. That sounded more dramatic than I meant it, but 
It's a blessing. Yeah. Be like Do any other thoughts? What do we got? Um, that's that's it. I mean, I love Taurus. I honestly do. Uh, some of my very best friends are Taurus. I'd say like my 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 core group of friends are Taurus, Gemini. Oh hey. And that's that's it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's so, really astrological lens and like patterns you're like oh okay <laughs> yeah it's weird yeah yeah, yeah. And- thumbs up two thumbs up. Fucking two thumbs up there Taurus <laughs> there we go yeah <laughs> so that's the Taurian time with yeah, you got some thoughts for us? Let us know. Did we offend you? Let us know. Do you love what we had to say about Taurus? Let us know. <laughs> Do you want to try and test us and say that we didn't say enough? Suck our dicks and this is it and slide into our DMs. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, if you like. Yeah, I don't know. Here we are. We got it. Times are fucked up. At least we got astrology and each other. Yeah. And there's yeah. witchcraft podcast to talk about things. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably, I think we should do a potion review relatively soon. Yes. We got to get the same potion united together. <clears throat> yeah. Well, if you have any potion ideas, um, please let us know. And mm-hmm. if you have any spells that you would like to highlight, let us know. Because I am planning, I do have a few spells. I'm not sure where I want to put them as far as the the canon, but I do have a few spells on deck, and I'm fairly certain Jenna does as well. So, yeah. Reach out, let us know how you like everything, and give us a a like and a love if you're into it. And if you're a Taurus looking for love, let us know. (laughs) Yeah, if you get a big dick slide into the DMs. (laughs) Please don't. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) the quarantine's getting to us it's already gone all right this is fun happy tourist season see you next time